Welcome to Inside the Chamber. I'm Nikki Anderson, the President and CEO of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. If you're an interior designer, an architect, or in marketing, your success is dependent on your creativity and imagination. But what if you're an accountant, a computer programmer? What role does creativity play in your workplace? Today we're gonna to find out. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. So thank you everybody for being here today. I love this topic about creativity. Um, I'd like to think I'm a creative person, non-traditional creative person, um, but I want to learn more from you. So tell me a little bit about um, creativity and what comes to mind when, when I reached out to you and said, hey, we're doing a topic on creativity. What did you, what did you think? I mean, for me, I think creativity is just thinking outside of the box, right? So it's very simple to have really templated solutions or services for a problem or a certain circumstance, but creativity is thinking outside of that and making something really custom to that specific problem or position that a client is in. Okay. You know, it's a tough question because uh, it's one of those things I think about at night, like what is creativity? Is everybody creative? And I really, it's just different. Mm -hmm. And it's really that simple. It's just something that's different. But do you think um, when you say that, like, because I completely agree, creativity is, is, comes out differently in different people and depending on the situation, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I agree. It, it really is um, dependent on the situation and, and the person and um, what they're doing. What do you think, Heather? Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, we all have different perspectives. We all have a different kind of point of view and, and um, come from a different place. And I think those that are able to express their creativity are willing to open up and, and use that as a means to an end. Use that to either get your point across, get your perspective across, or in my line of work in sales, uh, to, to try to convince a customer or a partner that, uh, that what I'm doing is the right approach. Right. So I think about when I was in school, it was just a little while ago, and creativity was never part of it. And I'm going to bring up art. I was mm -hmm. never good at art. I'm not a natural drawer, right? But that was creativity. Um, fast forward, I think now things are different in schools. I recently worked with 204 and we were talking about the traits that are so vital for kids and creativity happened to be one of them. So how do you think our educational system does with creativity? Do you think they pinpoint it kind of to your point, Arthur, you know, just because you're not good at art doesn't mean you're not creative. But do you think that our, our educational system does a good job at, at promoting creativity, whether your personal experience or if you have kids or... Uh, I think the answer to that is it depends. So uh, my wife and I, my wife and I were uh, were talking. And I asked her, you know, do you think either of our kids are creatives? And mm -hmm. our daughter's really artistic, but I don't know as if artistic means that you're creative, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the answer to your question from a from an educational perspective, our kids both went to a college preparatory school um, in the western suburbs, and you know, I think old school college prep type schools mm -hmm. don't do as good a job at promoting creativity as they do college readiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think those employers that look for people that come out of school, whether it be high school or, or college, that have a creative angle, have a competitive advantage mm. over those that don't. Mm. Uh, so anytime we can have schools that are promoting uh, more creative thinking, 
I think it's better for our employers in the long term. And, and I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a creative. Mm -hmm. I think I'm learning to be more creative, uh, to be effective in my job. But at the same time, my wife and I met in a high school play. <laughs> and uh, I like to think that that was the foundation for maybe a lot of the things that I ended up doing in life. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't think the schools are, they're, I'm, a, I'm a creative, I don't think they're doing a, a, a good enough job to, to embrace creativity. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting there. You know, Naperville has the incubator program for high schools. Because the business world, what, I, what I'm hearing from business leaders, they want creative problem solvers. They just want problem solvers. And creativity is a, a big advantage in that. And the schools are teaching that, but in the younger level, it's like art's still art. Right. Mm -hmm. It's music is still music, and it's not. I don't think it's fully embraced. Yeah, 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 Maybe definitely. Definitely. I mean, I think speaking more to the traditional sense of creativity, art, music, theater. You know, looking back to high school and middle school and even college, those courses are classified as electives. You know, you have to take science, yeah, you have to take history, you have to take math, but you can take art classes if you want to. <laughs> and I think for a lot of kids, that sets them up to think that they won't be as successful in their adult or professional life if that's the path that they choose because it's kind of something that's off on the side and maybe you're good at it, maybe you're not. Right, interesting. I always, the other thing that I think of with creativity is like a non-traditional thinker. You mm -hmm. know, like every, you, you can solve this problem, but what's a unique way of solving this mm -hmm. problem that maybe someone else hasn't thought about? Which kind of leads me to, to the next question is, when we think of people getting hired for a job, you brought up a great point, Kevin, and that is, you know, those critical thinkers are so valuable those ones that that don't or those creative thinkers um, that don't answer a question the same way every other interview did um, do you think now especially in, in your role um, do you look for that non-traditional thinker absolutely so uh, we talk a lot uh, at Microsoft about diversity and inclusion and it's not just gender and race it's thinking right mm. it's it's perspectives and thinking and so when we go through an interview process we very much look for uh, creative problem solvers uh, and will pose questions that will make people just think about yeah. something they haven't ever really experienced before and how they would approach it. And the how is very much uh, an important part of how we frankly evaluate people. Yeah. And so when we look in the interview process, it's not just the what somebody's accomplished, it's how they've accomplished yeah. it that's really important. Yeah. yeah, but the, the, ch the, the challenge I have is with these large organizations, to get a job, you go through the resume process, which is all analytical and it's data driven, and, and that's, it, it defeats the whole purpose of creativity. And I know some people that have struggled with the larger organizations with that because they had a program where they found out that the attributes of uh, Thomas Edison and Ben Franklin would never get hired because <laughs> they didn't fit the profiles of what they're looking for because they're so analytical. Yeah. And I like the interview process. I know Microsoft has some really great. There's a couple of books I've read on all the interview questions, yes. but to get to that point is, I think, a big bottleneck. You're, no, you're absolutely right. There's, I mean, there's certain qualifications for jobs that will, frankly, just never go away, right? If you're in a technical position, um, we'll want certain qualifications to get there. But I think we're doing a better job from a, um, from a college hiring perspective, both on the MBA and undergrad, uh, looking for a diverse set of uh, majors and experiences to come into the organization because we realize that that's how we're going to get better, that we're only going to be able to reflect our customers and our partners when our own organization has that same diversity of thinking. Mm -hmm. yeah, interesting. What about you, Tech? Yeah, I agree. Um, 
it, it's a little different for us because we are a marketing agency. So, so many people that come to us have a creative background. But I know from my experience personally, having an art degree and then pairing that with the business degree that I'm working on now, that is definitely why I've been able to climb the ladder that I have to become the COO of the company. And I think that one thing we're really good at is combining that creative backbone with the technical applications of every department and finding ways to implement creativity into every department. Yeah, so that, that kind of leads me to a, a thought, and that is how do you guys do things, or is there a process to help bring out, because I'm, as you can tell, I'm not shy, right? If I have an idea, I voice it, right? But there are some people that probably have some amazing ideas that might not feel comfortable sharing. Um, mm -hmm. Are there ways that we can bring creativity out in people without saying, hey, you know, can you give me a good idea? Um, or list three ideas that you have. Are there ways that maybe we can bring some of those creatives out that that maybe we haven't even noticed that they had that ability? Because, like, I loved your story when we talked and you said, you know, I was an art major and here I am now in business and I'm the CEO of this company. Yeah. Like, that speaks volumes to me, right? Yeah. So. And I think, honestly, it just comes down to promoting thought generation within companies. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing that we do very often is we have strategy meetings and we have internal kickoff meetings. So these are internal. We get everyone who's going to work on the project in one room and we just start spitballing ideas. And typically the first idea that comes out is not what we end up using as the end solution, but it starts the conversation. And when one person says this and no one else has thought of that, then we're like, okay, wait, what if we did that and this? And it really, it not only empowers people to do their job and do it well, but it shows them that they're valued in the company and that there's no stupid ideas. You know, that right. they can be creative and they can throw things out there that might sound wild and it might work. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to TEDx a little bit because I mm -hmm. know you have so many volunteers that come and help you. Mm -hmm. I bet there are people there that you see that kind of creative piece. Yeah, it, I used to think not everybody's creative and yeah. I still sometimes think that. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, for, for my, my innovation agency, LabZ, I created a, a workshop and I kind of beta tested it for a while. to Because a friend of mine who's not creative, I found out that really was creative, but just not how I define creativity. Mm. That was my big insight. Right. And I do an exercise where I can get 10 people that are not creative within five minutes. They have, similar to what you did, they have like 10, 20 ideas. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're under, they start laughing and high-fiving. I do this with our volunteers at TEDx Naperville. And a lot of it, I think it's just fear because people, mm. the, the challenge they have with what you're saying with brainstorming is mm. a lot of co corporate cultures, you put your hand up and have that one idea, it's it, the, the social part of the culture, they look at you like, don't do that, that's, yeah. that's not the way we do things. Mm -hmm. and that to me is the big problem with cre creatives is the, is the corporate culture. Mm. Because in a, in a TEDx table, of course, our culture is on the extreme opposite side. It's like, right. no, let's fail and fail often. The crazier, the better, who cares? Right, mm -hmm. right, yeah, I love that. What is Microsoft doing? Well, I, this has been a, a transformation for our company really for the last four or five years since uh, Satya Nadella stepped in as our CEO. Uh, and I think he's really done a, a good job of changing culturally what's acceptable from a, uh, really from a learning perspective. So uh, it wasn't mandatory reading, but encouraged reading uh, was a book by an author named Carol Dweck who wrote a book called Mindset. And I would encourage you if you have kids that uh, it's a, it's a great parenting book as well as corporate book, but it really just talks about how having a growth mindset, which I get as a buzzword, um, <laughs> having a growth mindset means that uh, you're open to learning. Yeah. And when you, when you 
foster an environment where everybody realizes that uh, there really is no failure, there's just learning, mm. then everybody wants to contribute. Mm -hmm. And uh, Satya tells all of us that you know he wants a company of learn-it-alls, not know-it-alls. <laughs> and so when, you have a, when you enter into a meeting where everybody's there to kind of gain from one another versus uh, be the smartest person in the room, it does change the dynamics. So one of the things, this is really tactical, but one of the things that we really try to encourage now is as the author of PowerPoint is no more PowerPoints, if you can believe that, is <laughs> when you stand up in front of a room with a 30-slide deck, uh, nobody's going to want to interrupt. Uh, but when you have no slides whatsoever, to your point, mm -hmm. and it's just conversational, the ideas just start to flow, and then you start to collaborate much better. And, and uh, so we're working on that. I mean, I think you're never going to have an organization that is all learn-it-alls, and not everybody is going to have a growth mindset 100% of the time. But I think if you're consciously trying, that does eventually evolve. Now, and I, I like what you're saying, but I would, I would take it one step further. It should be required. The, the book should be required reading. You should have, I think being creative is, is hard. I think a lot of people are not creative. They say they're not creative because of complacency, right. but you have to work at it. If you want to sing, you got to practice singing. If you want to do you know, engineering, you got to learn. You have to learn to be creative, and that's through perspective, through reading, through artwork, through brainstorming. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but it's work. And I, I think a lot of people are creative, but they're like, either don't know how to start or they're like, eh, I'd rather just watch Netflix. <laughs> you know, and then there's that. I love the learn it all versus a know it all. And I think, you know, it goes back to kind of what you, you all have touched on and that's creating, you know, this culture, although I'm reading a book, the originals, by the way, which is really good. And it does talk about, you know, be careful of, of the word culture um, because now that we've used it so much in the last five, ten years, you know, where <laughs> culture can also mean that everybody thinks the same. We hire people that we like, you know, because they're the same. Yeah. But he talks about, you know, the value culture, the, the culture of values is important, but ideas and personality and all that should be as diverse as possible to bring as much to your, your um, organization, right? Yes. Um, I think so. But anyway, we will be right back. Naperville Bank and Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. We would prefer to work with somebody like Naperville Bank and Trust. They're engaged in the community, they're able to help meet our financial needs, they understand us as a business. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being, well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust, bring it home. There's no better time than now to be more informed about what's happening in your town. And that's where your community television station, NCTV 17, comes in. We offer a free and easy way to stay connected and informed with Naperville Now. This two-minute video features top news stories sent straight to your email once a day, Monday through Friday. And best of all, it's free. The Fifth Avenue redevelopment plan still remains in phase one. Always be in the know with daily news updates from Naperville Now. Sign up today. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. Visit nctv17.com slash subscribe.
So as we continue our conversation about creativity, um, I can't help but think when I have a staff meeting, you know, and I'll tell my staff, you know, let's let's think differently, let's think outside of the box. Um, there has to be another term for that, right? Because that's been overused. <laughs> I need to be creative and think about something else. But when you think about your team um, and the importance of creativity, how does that impact your organization? Knowing that you've got these different types of creatives, right? Because there's all different types. There's at one type. How do you think that that impacts your organization? Mine's simple. For TEDx Naperville, it makes or breaks the entire mm. experience. Uh, everybody has to be creative. It's mm. expected. And I've had so much success by, again, it's a culture thing. I've got to keep beating that drum that over and over again that we want your crazy ideas. We want to push things forward. And the more you do that, the more, you said that ideation, the, mm -hmm. the more ideas you get. And they're not all great ideas, but they lead to some really great, a lot of the best ideas we've had are never mind. Mm. And to me, that's a sense of pride. I'm like, yes, yeah. another idea that's not mine. Yeah. Because that's, how I, that's how you get the, you know, energize the, your, your user base. Right, yeah. right. I think for us, honestly, we can attribute so much of our success to creativity. Mm -hmm. we, we have a saying that we like to use that we don't sell services, we sell solutions. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, we're a marketing agency. We're not the only people in the world that build websites or mobile apps or do SEO and PPC, but it's all about the way that we approach it. Mm -hmm. And you know, based on our conversation, we were saying the thought generation and all of that, we truly cater each and every project to that specific client. Mm -hmm. We don't have you know, these off-the-shelf services that we just pull and package together with a pretty bow on top. We, we truly creatively think about all of the circumstances, all of the constraints for every client and what the underlying problems are and how we can truly solve it for that client. Right. You know, to your point about uh, having mandatory reading and everybody uh, reading the book, uh, there's something to that. I think it's consistency is important mm -hmm. in this, meaning you can't just walk into a meeting and say, okay, let's, let's have all the ideas thrown on the table and then constantly right. always pick Arthur's idea. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you, you have to have a consistency across everything you do, even right. though your idea is probably <laughs> <laughs> just no disrespect there. But, um, but you, have to, you have to be consistent in everything that you do across the org. We started to see a little bit of a change when we started uh, evaluating our people differently, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. We, mm -hmm. for the longest time, did stack ranking of people based on oh. metrics and performance. Yeah. Yeah. And when we changed it to, uh, to not just the what, which was kind of the objectives, but also we looked at kind of, we, we think about it in three concentric circles, but the other two are very much how. Mm. It's how are we contributing to the, to the success of others through what we share mm -hmm. of ideas? And how are we contributing to our own success by taking ideas from others to go faster? So if we're both giving and taking in a how in a very creative and collaborative way, um, then I think it breeds a little bit more creativity because we're trying to help one another and we're literally evaluating people in that way. And um, only then when we consistent with our evaluation did we start to see a lot more collaboration and creativity of folks. Interesting. So I, when I look back on business, you know, I go, is this talk, this discussion something new? You know, is creativity now the new word that we're talking about when we're looking at hiring or, you know, the, the type of talent we want to acquire? Um, can you think about, not to put you on the spot, but a business in the past that was creative and I'll obviously, you know, Apple, right? They were thinking light years ahead of what other companies were. I think something, you know, like Blockbuster, right? I think, didn't Netflix offer to buy them? Mm -hmm. And they, right? And so, I, I might, yeah. 
If I'm, I, I might be mistaken, but um, I think that that was the case. And so this creative, right, this, this person thinking 10, 20 years ahead, can you think of other businesses that do that? And <laughs> well, I, I, think any, I think disruptors in general do mm, that, right? Like yeah. an Uber, for example, right. completely disrupted that industry. And so when they're looking at how do I solve a problem with a very different or creative way of doing it, right. um, I think you're seeing those companies leapfrog uh, most others. Yeah. And you know this from the because I read the same book that yeah. you told me to read, which is great. <laughs> creativity doesn't mean revenue, and yeah. there is a difference. And Dean Kamen from the Segway, yeah. extremely creative guy, genius, great product. I, I was in line to get one of the high deposit <laughs> for the first one. Luckily, I backed off. <laughs> Epic failure. So uh, it's just something that you can't. You have to kind of differentiate the creativity between running a business and revenue. It's it's a it's a it's a careful dance yeah. for an organization. Yeah, you have to have both. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. I always thought when I saw the Segway, I go, what is that going to do to the health of our country? Because everybody's going to be using those. Nobody's going to be walking. <laughs> well, there right? you go. Absolutely. <laughs> so that was, that, was, that was my big push. What about your organization at UTech? Um, I, you know, I can't help but think, you know, the young people, they yeah. have the creativity, right? <laughs> and that's sort of why I said, you know, I love to look back and go, who are those disruptors, right? Because they've, they've been around forever, right? But we don't, but now it's, we're really starting to recognize the impact and the importance and that creativity isn't always obvious to your point. You know, you, you kind of have to bring it out in people, I think. Mm -hmm. And to me, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you were talking about reviews, right? I even hate to use that term. That's kind of antiquated <laughs> in itself, right? But what do you guys do about sitting down with, with your team and, and going one-on-one -on -one Let's talk about your role here. How has that changed, do you see? So we do evaluations in a very, I guess, relaxed environment where not only would I as a supervisor be reviewing an employee, but they're also reviewing me at the same time. Mm. And what we're reviewing on, I mean, it's a combination of actual data. You know, if you're an SEO specialist, we can actually look at the numbers and tell that you've made improvements on the accounts that you have or not. But it's also about things like collaboration and how you work with a team. And do you speak up in, you know, meetings? Do you communicate with your director when you see flaws or you see areas for opportunity? So it's not necessarily things that you can put a grade to. It's more so a conversation about where we see them going and what we want to see come out of them. And then, of course, also, you know, how they're actually performing from an analytics standpoint in their job. Sure. Sure. What about Microsoft? Uh, well, I mentioned kind of the, the, the how piece, yeah, right? Did. So yeah, you I, did. I, I'll uh, touch on something else, I guess, then, which is just uh, how we approach meetings. So I've got a manager offsite of our team coming up, uh, and the entire day of agenda is best practice oriented. So no matter what topic it is, um, we're picking speakers who are thinking differently, thinking mm. creatively. We literally have a topic on creative deal making. Uh, it's, it's, it's best practice sharing one after another, depending upon you know, our, our lines of business mm -hmm. and what we're trying to accomplish for this half of the fiscal year. But it's not a, again, it's not a PowerPoint slide. It's a day of collaboration and, and, and speaking and sharing uh, that I think will make us go faster. So uh, we're constantly looking for ways to do that. We're not. We're not perfect at it by any stretch, but I think the more we try and the more we practice that, the better right. we'll end up getting. And at the bank on that, because <clears throat> I don't do a, my review process for the TEDx side is <laughs> since it's out there. 
But I've had a lot of, you said about the consistency on creativity, and I've worked with some clients uh, under LabZ where we took uh, CTO engineers, extremely engineering, when they talk, it's, it's pure boredom. <laughs> and a lot of people, if you consistently say you're creative, but don't worry, you don't, you, they might think creative like out here. No, no, no. You yeah. can be creative within this canvas mm -hmm. and with the how and, and big on the why that a lot of success where people can actually work within that area and be creative. We've got a, um, so that's interesting. We, I actually have a team, a subset team. It's, it's, a, it's a pilot. Uh, and 14 of the 19 employees on that organization or team are new to Microsoft in the last two months. And one of the pursuits that this particular seller has, let's see, my boss's boss is really interested in what we're doing and asked, hey, how can I get involved and how can I be part of it? And he's really good at fostering this sense of collaboration and, and creative thinking. And so we paired them together. So if you can imagine this, you've been at Microsoft <laughs> for all of two months. You're really, I guess, early in your career and you're Bosses, 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 boss <laughs> wants to lean in like, and, and get, get involved in this. It's, it's a nerve-wracking thing. But in the preparation for the customer call, um, this executive said, okay, you're king for the day. What are you doing differently? Like, how are you going to be able to go faster? What can I do to enable you? What should we be doing and thinking differently? You've been here a couple months. You probably know by now things that we don't even know. Mm. And I, I think it's important that we're constantly, whether it's your canvas analogy or a situation like that, that as leaders, we're we're allowing for that space mm. versus telling what to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to your point about UTech, I mean, we are a very young company. I'm like one of the older employees, <laughs> which breaks my heart. But <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of people that come and work for UTech, they're fresh out of college, and. I think a lot of companies see that as a bad thing. They want someone that has three to five years industry experience mm -hmm. or has worked at an agency before. Personally, I like people that come to us fresh out of college and they've never seen an agency operate before. They have no like ideas in their head of how things are supposed to go mm -hmm. or how it's supposed to work. And those are the people that end up giving us the best and most creative ideas because Absolutely. yeah, they have no prior constraints in their mind of what they can do. And it's so interesting you say that because even in my role in the chamber, I mean, I had never worked for a chamber before. I ran a business for 25 years, right? So my thinking was very different. So I made sure that when I hired people that they had not worked for a chamber previously because mm -hmm. I didn't want them to have that chamber think, right? I wanted them to have, you know, a whole different um, sure. perspective, which brought some of the greatest ideas that we have, right? And so I love that. It's funny, from a leadership role, I think that we're all hit on the right I'm glad you guys all think the same way because it's really that consistency in allowing the employees to be creative. And somebody, I always, I, until I'm blue in the face with new members on the team, your ideas are more powerful than mine because I've got, I've got blinders on. As creative as I think I am, I mm -hmm. know that I'm not that creative within my little realm. And one time I told the new employees that we're 99.99% sure we're going to do it this way, but challenge us. And this one girl did, and she was scared she didn't want to approach me because I was 99.99% sure. <laughs> she went her to one of my team members, and we went her direction, changed everything. Wow. And I, now I use that as a story for new people coming in of how powerful it is of, like you said, just reaching out to the, the, new, the new person. They have the ideas. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So, um, Kevin, tell me how creativity has helped you in your role. Or can, I don't know if you have a spe specific example, but can you tell me how your creativity? So... Well, I, I'm trying to be more creative, so I, I don't build myself as a creative, I guess you could say. But, you know, one of the things that I try to pride myself on in terms of the organizations that I lead is that I want to have a virtual line of people out the door that want to come onto this team because they mm -hmm. see it as a place that they can learn and grow and get better and advance their, their career. So if I'm importing talent, 
and exporting talent, then we have a success, successful org. So one of the things that I've been trying over the course of the last year is uh, I do a video every Friday that uh, I kind of give a, a recap of the week to my team, and I post a link to that video on LinkedIn and in my email, but I interview somebody on the team every week. Uh, I travel quite a bit, so no, no matter where I am, I'm, I'm grabbing somebody, either out of a cube, they just got off the phone with a customer and say, how'd that go? Now we sanitize it so that it's, so I can put it publicly. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's a corporate vice president, sometimes it's somebody brand new to role, but I'm getting everybody involved and I'm interviewing them much like we're doing right here yeah. on selfie video. My daughter had to tell, teach me how to use <laughs> iMovie to edit all this stuff. But, um, and we do it every week. And what it's ended up doing from a recruiting pr perspective and a networking perspective and partner mm. um, uh, recruiting has been really wonderful. And I'm not sure that's something that I would have done in the past, but I'm trying to constantly innovate and be different and creative with how we approach not only my internal team, but my, uh, my partners and customers. The power of creativity. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for Inside the Chamber. We hope you found the information in today's program valuable. Please join us again for our monthly programs. And in the meantime, remember, when you're looking to shop or dine or looking for a service, think Chamber and visit naperville.net to support the Chamber of Commerce and our business community. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust.